Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod, where me, Ashton McAllister, and my colleague, Matthew Alley, bring you the topical and the titillating in a very, very, very funny pod. Now, grab your beverage choice, sit back, and enjoy. Ooh, yes, Matt, episode three. This is exciting. Oh my God, I can't believe we're getting on. Uh, I'm so happy. Three weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't think we'd make it to three episodes, to be honest. I thought I'd be tired of your voice. <laughs> no, it's the voice that just keeps on giving. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, I'll tell you about my weekend. Oh, yeah? How was it? Well, it was it was good. We went out for drinks on Saturday. But before that, I painted the fence in the garden, which was our... Very manly of you. Yeah, well, this is this is me. That was my... I carried a watermelon moment for all the neighbors around the house. Um, you get that what reference. What does that mean? Have I you? don't, that's all. Oh, um, it's, have you ever seen Dirty Dancing? No. Oh. I'm pretty certain Dirty Dancing is a film, right? It's a film, but it's music. It's a musical film. Okay, exactly. Yeah, but they don't sing in it, do they? So. No, but there's lots of dancing. Yeah. Well, in that, she meets Patrick Sweezy and he's like, hey, how are you going? And she's like, Hey, I carried a watermelon. But um, then without, after that, I'll move on because you don't get that right. <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> you're like, you're like mm, okay. Right, then I went out and had some drinks, which is fun on the Saturday night. And then... Did you go out dancing? Well, we went clubbing. Well, I say clubbing. It's the loosest sense of the word. It's a bar which has a bit of a dance floor in it, in Limavati. But it wasn't... It was. I didn't dance. I kind of bopped by my chair. But That's good. That's good. Yeah. At least no one got hurt then. <laughs> yeah, they all go stay. And then what else did I do? Well, I watched... What day? We're on Monday today. So I watched some of the Spain-Russia match last night. So I've got Spain in our work sweepstake. Oh, yeah. I am absolutely gutted that they are no longer in it. Because of the sweepstake? Because of the sweepstake, but also because Russia clearly cheap and... <laughs> I did you watch the Russia? Speech? No, I did not watch any of the football. Right. Well, there was this bit, and I'm sure it's not allowed, but there was this bit where two of the Russian players held down two of the Spanish players so they couldn't jump in the air and get the mm. ball. The game yeah, stu- was like a corner or something. You mean? And then yeah, it was, it, it was from a free kick, and it was in the they were in the penalty box. Um, okay. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't allowed. And then the mm-hmm. ref went to his little, uh, I don't know what they call it, TMO, basically. V-A-R. There we go. Um, yep. And even the commentator was like, it's clearly a file. And the referee was like, nah, it's fine, let's play on. And I was like... They went to the video and then they said it wasn't, it was okay. Yeah, the ref That's said crazy. it was fine, but it's so obvious it wasn't. So I just think that this whole World Cup is now rigged. Putin is going to rig this like he did the American election. And um, yeah. I now support Russia because I know they're going to win. Plus, did you know there's um, a... You now support Russia? Yeah. Well, they're going to win anyway because it's all fixed. But did you know... Did you know that there is the... Is it Paddy Power? Have you seen what Paddy Power are doing? Uh, Yeah, they are... Well, for every goal that Russia score, they're going to donate a certain amount of money. I can't remember the actual amount of money each goal. Five grand? No, ten. I have both hands up. You just can't see it. I got to 10 grand. Yeah, 10 grand goal goal. Yeah, That's so, amazing. 
I hope it counts the penalties as well because they got all five penalties yesterday. So I hope they count. Was that penalty um, shootout? Oh, it was extra time, penalty shootout. It was the whole shootout. Uh, I, I, doubt, I doubt they'd count that, to be honest. Probably not. It's still a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Well, but anyway, that's the highlight of my weekend, unfortunately. Oh. Tell, tell us about yours. <laughs> what are you saying like that for? <laughs> I did have a great weekend, but I'm sorry. Um, I went away. I went away to the seaside. I'm so happy. There's so many people that are hating on this weather and are like, oh my God, I can't believe it's still hot, which is ridiculous. This is the most glorious time ever in London and the UK in general, I think, because the sun is beautiful. So we went to the uh, seaside, um, Camber Sands, it's called the area. And I went for, you know, Ollie Swanson? Yes. And uh, have you met his husband, Zach? Yes, friends of the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Zach had treated Ollie for his birthday and took a bunch of us to the seaside. So, he went there to celebrate, and we also celebrated Neil Martin's birthday as well. And we just drank and sat in the sun, and it was wonderful. I had a great, great weekend, I must say. We played Ring of Fire, so it made me feel young again. So, that was awesome. Uh, I don't know what Ring of Fire is. Are you joking? No. It's a drinking game where you get a bunch of cards and they all have different rules and you basically just get hammered. Um, so we did that. So that was wicked. <laughs> we played computer games, we played board games and I know they're not here to verify it, but I won every single game. I didn't lose once in anything all weekend. Did you genuinely win every single game? Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. Matt is according to the records, <laughs> according to the records, I won everything. Okay. If I didn't, it was a fix. Oh dear. Oh, a bit, a bit like the football. Uh, exactly. I think yeah. they're all Russian, to be honest. I've, I think Oli is Russian. So yeah, it definitely was a fix. <laughs> <laughs> So I posted recently over um, over the week, uh, like, have you watched Love Island? No, I've not watched an episode. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it, yeah. I am truly and utterly obsessed. And I mean, <laughs> more so than anything ever. It has got me hook, line and sinker. I cannot stop watching the show, talking about it with everyone, following everything that happens. Oh my God, it's insane. And there's this girl called Meg that's on it, right? Oh, I've heard about Meg. She's a bitch. She's an absolute bitch. She is a psychopath. She is mental. She'll just kiss up on everyone and then smile. Smile. She kissed this girl's, she kissed this girl's guy after, while they're in a couple. Then the girl found out. The girl walked off really angry and she was just smiling. Smiling at it. I just couldn't believe it. She's absolutely vile. There's a guy at work t- chatting about Megan and how much he's in love with her. But also, she's good looking. Yes, yeah, she is. She's pretty. But I also seen once viral there, I think yesterday, the day before, there's that scene in, in um, EastEnders where Kat, remember Kat? So yeah, yeah. She's like, I didn't just become a little bit of a slag. I became a total slag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Megan and her love, love Island experience. Total slag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's my girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I came back after the weekend to watch it and just catch up on all of Love Island now. And I started to think, I was like, well, I mean, this is like a serious question as well as the rest is going to be like just sort of fluff, whatever. But they brought in a group of guys, six new guys and six new girls um, and they split the house. And the six new guys, honestly, like the darkest person that was on there was like lighter than I am, but by like a lot. 
So like a tan, he was tanned. He was tanned. He was like, definitely had like something that wasn't white in terms of like his background or something. And it's really strange that like, you know, I've been hooked on this show and I love it but only because of how trashy and the drama stuff is in it. But they don't really like, um, there's no diversity or anything in the show or very little. They got one black girl. They got some guys that are mixed race, but they really don't cater like to, it's, you have to have like a really toned body, abs, muscles, be really thin, um, particularly beautiful. And maybe not even that intelligent. They've got a few people that have like professionals, doctors or something like that, or trainees solicitors, but very, very few. And it just, it's a bit sad really that in a show where it's talking about love and people trying to meet others, they're focused on this one girl who's like ridiculously beautiful, which is true, she is, but everybody's beautiful. Everybody in that show is, you know, aesthetically pleasing, but they only represent like this small, 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 small margin of people. So I was thinking if there was, they could, there should be a love island. What would it be like if there was like a like non-conventional love island? So in this show, in Love Island, people get coupled off, guy and a girl. Do they choose who they get with or is it sort of like, like pick your name out of a hat and then, or? No, they choose. So they rotate it. So then there'll be a se- like an episode after a couple of days, they get, the girls will get an opportunity to say who would they like to couple up with. And generally they choose the people they've been with if their relationship is going well. If it isn't going well, they might try and change it up. So it's sort of like um, speed dating a bit. You kind of hop from person to person you don't really hop though it isn't it's, it's kind of like that you can change but also you don't need to like if you get if you get chosen you don't really have an option to say no right you're only, but you're coupled for a couple of days it's not like for the whole thing for the whole experience so is that like rape um yeah but they don't rape them or they don't sign up on it no they try to wow. but they don't but there should be a love island where you know they're like regular looking people yeah um of all races all sizes I think they should have a certain level. I think all these shows you have to have like a psych, a psych test to make sure that you're able to go in the show and sustain it. Cause you pretty much sit there all day just in the sun, just mm. talking and working yourself into a bit of a craziness. Or if it was just all gays, <laughs> imagine if it was just couples, but it was just gay men and you had like a bear, you had twinks, you had daddies, otters, all of the little categories of gay men. Yeah. And then you could couple off, the thing is, I'd be like, if you did couple off, I think that would be, I think it'd be a hot mess. I think that even though they'd be in a pair, <laughs> basically everyone would just get with everyone. Yeah. I and, mean, not to stereotype, but yeah. No, I know, but I'd yeah. be, I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if that didn't happen, especially if they chose typical like sort of a gays similar to the show already, where everyone's got like a ridiculously good body and everyone's like super tanned and really ripped, you know? Um, uh, yeah, I mean that would be one way to take the show but I think in order for the show to work for it to have a good audience in and outside the LGBT community it would have to be a bit more than that like I think it, like you said earlier it'd have to be bears twinks you know everything on this on the LGBT spectrum I don't think it would have to be at all I think it definitely would I think if they're all in there and they're all ripped and they're all like that it just it becomes that's it, what the show is now and it's terrible and it has massive viewership and I love the show. Mm. Love it. And the reason it works is there's the potential for people that, to get with all different people because they all look the same. Here they have people that like a particular type of person. And I think that that's why it would work if it were the gays. And it was all just muscle gays that liked it all. But I don't think it'd be that interesting. It'd I don't think boring. it'd be that It'd be so boring. But it'd be really nice if you did have like this like diverse group of people. And the problem with the, you know, gay men, uh, I think sometimes is in this highly sexualized environment, you might not be able to stay in your couple. You might end up having like a three-way relationship um, or 
say you have the option, say if you had the option, not just to couple up, but to be in a three-way relationship somehow in the game, I think it would add like a massive dimension to it. And I just think that it would represent how relationships are happening where you're not just in a couple anymore. You might have like some sort of open relationship or the option to couple with someone else while you're in your relationship. I just think it'd be quite weird. <laughs> it, it sounds weird. I mean, I, it, like basically saying, you know, cheat or whatever it is or a bit more yeah. fluid, which I guess would make for better TV. But I think it needs to promote the variety. If this was a, if this was a, I guess, when you say LGBT and, or is it basically just gays or I think a lesbian should be good. I think it'd be different. And so I'd, I'd pose the question about different ones. They could just be gay men or it could be like just literally a group of people with a range of different uh, genders and sexualities across the board mm. and races where, you know, you just had a big odd mix. I think it's the, if it was, yeah, I mean, races and everything, I think they should be a good representation anyway. Like it, it annoys me today that there's TV shows out there, re- reality TV shows that, are really white but yeah no it needs like different definitely different like races and stuff but i don't know i think the idea of a i'm like i'm picturing fire island that type of gay in it or it's all ripped and it's all like have you been there no i have seen pictures and yeah yeah, i'm just i'm just thinking it's pretty much poster boys for nightclubs that's all it is Mm. and i just think that doesn't really represent what it is like to be gay i think in order for the show to work, you need to, to, in my opinion, not there's anything wrong with people who have six packs, they're great in every way, um, but in order to promote the variety of, in what homosexuality is and should be, you need a mix of like bears and twinks and everything on this spectrum of masculine to feminine, I think a good old mix. And I'm not saying it needs to be boring in any way. What I would expect from a show like that is you pair off people who have certain viewpoints that oppose other ones, like, I think. Well, they get to choose. It's not like they get paired off. They choose, you choose who you want to be with. Okay, what if half the people choose one person? Does that then one person choose the other person? No, no, once they're taken, they're gone. You have to choose from the next five. So, yeah, it's not like, yeah, you get to choose, you couple up, you go off. But if it wasn't, say if he wasn't even thinking about just the, uh, the ratings or, you know, for it to do well, just, I just think it'd be a good idea. It'd be nice. It'd be interesting to see if there was like, you know, a show that had more diversity, more range and signified not just a straight couple, but also polyamorous relationships amongst all people on the spectrum. Because I have no idea what would happen. You know, it would be different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. So have you seen um, Take Me Out before? Yes. Uh, I love that show. I love, I, I love that show. It was a really, really good show when it was on. But it was always, you know, all of these women and then a man, right? A man would come down and yeah. then he would try and impress them and then different rounds the women would choose. The thirstiest woman in the world. Well, all of them. Oh, all of them. Well, you always get like, I feel like in the series, you always get that one bitch that is like, just <laughs> yes. basically just wants a date. And she, honestly, she never lets her life go. She wants that holiday. <laughs> honestly, she wants that bloody holiday. And, you know, in terms of all the girls that are there, which they do try to have actually quite, uh, I think they do try and have, oh, it got better and better where there was a diet, like, you know, wider range of uh, women. So, mm. you know, different ages, uh, different sizes, tattoos, different colored hair, different races. Um, they did, they did try to cater to that. But yeah, do you get one woman that no one just wants to go for. It's normally because they're really like loud and, and like gregarious and like, like maybe a little bit trying too hard. Oh, definitely. And I was like, well, why don't they have one girl there? And then what would happen, do you think, if it was a girl that came down and all the rest were guys? Oh, I don't know. 
I think most of the guys will just keep their light on. They'll be yeah. like, well, fuck it, fuck it, I'll get over there, whatever. And, oh. and then they'll be like, you may as well. Like mostly, the majority of it, I don't think it'd be like loads and loads, especially if it's on particularly attractive women. Yeah. 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 Unless or, you had some really weird hobbies, like fire eating or sword swallowing. I feel like that would be okay. <laughs> I think that'd be a pro. Yeah, that would be. I think it'd be more like if they collected like um, rats, or <laughs> you know, they had one hundred twenty-seven thousand teddy bears. Yeah, you know, something like that. Yeah, or like they like to grow their fingernails to extra long lengths, so and now they're like seventy-five inches long. That sort of stuff. I'd be like, mm, okay, I'm not well, too sure. I think it's really hot. What really long fingernails? Oh, beautiful. I would love it because I love my have my back scratched. Mm. Oh my god, that would be my dream all over my back. Honestly, just uh, just thinking about it makes me just so so happy. Oh my now, stomach is going. <laughs> For the record, I... I like short, trimmed <laughs> nails <laughs> with zero dirt below them. <laughs> oh, right. Um, but what about if it was? Did, well, they not supposed to do a gay version of that, or did they do a gay version of that? No, no, they've never done a gay version of it. Oh right, okay. I think it'd be really good if there was a gay one. I think that the whole, like the actual start of the show would be fine. If a guy came down and there was a whole bunch of gay guys, I think that would be really fun to watch personally. Mm. Um, Cause then you can get a different range of guys because I think one of the things with Love Island is you kind of need everyone to like everyone so that the drama will unfold because mm. this person will get with one and then get with another and then another because they all follow the same suit. You know, you've got three or four people the same type. Whereas Take Me Out, because there are so many people, mm-hmm. suddenly one can come down and they can be quite young and quite thin. And then someone can come down and they can be a larger person, you know, yeah. with lots of hair and all that sort of stuff. And I think there would still be people that, that like that, you know? Um, Catered everybody. Exactly. But then after the show, they go to, um, they all go on holiday together. They go to Fernando's. Have you seen? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the holiday, the date and stuff. Um, and then the show afterwards, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but It's hosted by Mark Wright, isn't it? The show after, yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and you know that all the couples go out together and they'll go and party and there you get a lot of people like kissing other people's girls and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's really bad. Um, It'd be good to watch like, you know, <laughs> all the gay couples like in this, all these three couples then intermingling with each other and then just finding out what happens because I'm pretty certain it's not end up like some sort of oh, dark room situation. Those bathroom uh, floors would need to be bleached after oh that. Oh my God, <laughs> it would be absolutely awful, honestly. But then that's how I'm like, it's really bad because obviously there's that perception of like gays and, you know, I'm obviously saying that that will happen. But I think there's some sort of truth in it where like, obviously like gay well, men th- can be quite promiscuous. Not I, I, all. But I, th- I, think- I think men can be. I think as sexes go, men are a bit more willing to have sex with other people. And I'm not saying all men. Again, I'm not saying every single man is like this. No, no, no. I just think... It seems think- to be a trait within men. And yeah. I think... I think gay men represent that a lot recently, especially uh, not just recently, sorry, throughout the years and now and well, tend to just... Whenever you chat to straight men, they're always like, it must be great to be gay because you get to have sex whenever you want. Right. And I think there's some truth in that. If, oh, uh, there's totally some yeah. truth in that. So those kind of shows, I guess you can't... I think that's the reason maybe having some of these shows is you couldn't always have like gay representation and stuff because... Well, I guess not everyone wants to see it at this point in time, which is a problem, um, but also the, the trying to manage... I was going to say, the whole episode will be blurred out because it's just going to be constant fucking. <laughs> exactly, that's what I mean. Like, you know, you just couldn't manage it. You need to tell um, these people, okay, you need to stop this now. <laughs> because, like, the girls on Love Island are like, oh, my God, um, it's been three days, and then um, we kissed. And they were like, ah! <laughs> and then imagine, like... Even Megan. Uh, uh, I mean, she does it after... Uh, two, 
Mm, she's getting worse and worse. She was like three days and now she does it literally the day. Um, so no, she's kind of not the same. She they don't go crazy about her. Three days and I am not pregnant yet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I think like as soon as the gay guys will come in, it'll be like half an hour in and they'll be like, spin the bottle. <laughs> this is a good way to get married, brother. Two there. Literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> I actually just, want to go now, by the way. <laughs> let's just get naked. Okay, Love Island. Oh yeah. my God. Yes. I think you're more likely to come away with something that you didn't want than find love. Did you see that show about prep on Tuesday? No, I didn't. Oh my God. I, I mean, that is a big conversation because you might come away with something, but nowadays, you know, that prep uh isn't available by the nhs but people want it to be isn't it? i thought it was i think they're applying for it so it's not that the nhs don't provide it yet right and i don't want this to, i'm not sure if, you know this is probably a long conversation where a lot of research and probably having someone in to talk about it yeah. makes sense people want the right to say that they are able to provide it but they haven't actually been forced to provide it just yet because there are cost implications and stuff like that but it's really strange because now prep is almost being used as an excuse to just have bareback sex right no condoms do you know no word of a lie i nearly talked about an article i read over the weekend called is this the end of safe gay sex Mm-hmm. And I nearly talked about that today, but I decided to go on to something else because I just felt I needed to do a bit, a bit more research before I was fully prepared to talk about it. Cause... Okay, yeah, I think we both need to do that. And I read the same things. I started to watch that show and I only watched like two thirds of it and had this conversation over the weekend. And it is ridiculous because, yeah, just the guys that I know and they're like, oh, I don't use condoms anymore now because, you know, I use prep. But it's not... <sighs> No. It's not, it doesn't mean you shouldn't. In my opinion, it doesn't mean that you should not. No. And no, no, no. Each their own, but per, my personal choice would be wrap it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we shouldn't, and I don't know whether this will stay in or not, but talk about it now because it is such a big, I think that's a big, big topic. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep it in and keep it as a teaser. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think we will come back to it as a future topic when we are both a bit more knowledge in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the last show that I was thinking about that I thought would be really funny. Did you ever watch Gladiators? Did everyone? Me? <laughs> yes, I watched Gladiators. Yeah, I used to love Gladiators. We used to come every Saturday. We'd come home and watch Gladiators. We'd have spaghetti bolognese. And my mum's friend Lewis would come around and we'd watch it every weekend. Oh. And it's a really good show, right? Oh, brilliant. Um, so what if Gladiators had all gay people? What if all the Gladiators were big old gays and all the contestants were big old gays? Do you think it'd have the same impact? I think it would be terrible. Why? Just like what? What benefit is having all gays on it? I think, like most instances, gay men and women can add a lot more flair and excitement, <laughs> and it would just be more interesting to watch. You know, all these people, all these little rivalries. Like, oh my god, I can't believe he did this. Because if someone hit me off, he'd be like, "Why would you do that? Why would you hit me off? Why did you, you know, like hit me so hard?" And like the little quips that they would say because they were gay, so it wouldn't be like, "Rawr!" You know, I'm like wolf. It'd be like. <laughs> you ain't gonna stop me like kind of thing you know i just think <laughs> i think it'd be really really good i would love gay gladiators gay gladiators oh stop it'd be so good oh and, when, you, when you describe it like that it does sound funny but i think it'd be a parody all this oh definitely it would 100 percent be a parody i just think it'd be amazing i do um <laughs> zach so zach over the weekend he came up with a really funny one he was like what if all the gladiators were lesbians and all the contestants were twinks. 
Because <laughs> you know how aggressive those lesbians can be, right? <laughs> like, they ain't taking shit. No. <laughs> that would be blood everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. I don't mean from their vaginas. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. It would be absolutely horrific. They would take these boys out. You know, these little, like, twinkie boys trying to run away. Because you got to run away and they're, like, running after them on monkey bars and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that and he's like, funny. ah! Go away! <laughs> what are you doing? And she's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Climbing up that wall. <laughs> what's, uh, what's, the, what's the thing at the end where they run up the like, downwards escalator? The travelator. The travelator. <laughs> where they have to slip on some heels to do it. <laughs> there, the gay guy would win because the lesbian wouldn't be able to put on the high heel shoes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, like, they need flat How shoes. do you do this? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the lesbian just take off the shoe and throw it at them. <laughs> they just use that as a weapon to be like, <laughs> how do you do Oh, my God. Say, so if like the final thing was literally like it would be a mixture between like lesbian things and like really camp things or something. Like, you'd have to get like carve a canoe. Like, uh, you'd have to carve what? Carve a canoe. Yeah, you'd have to carve a canoe as part of it, or then you'd have to, like, I don't know, put on some fake nails or something like that, or just do someone's hair. And then, like, you'd be like, why don't you get this? Why don't you get this? Oh, my God. Or carve a canoe with fake fake nails. I mean... <laughs> you have to put your nails on first, then carve the canoe, then <laughs> swim the canoe. I would never... I would not want to be in a canoe by myself, actually. I just... I can't... I couldn't do that. But I just think... Oh, yeah. I, watched, I watched this horrific video the other day where it was... Some kid was... Like, it was, like like a hot tub type of thing mm-hmm. and these this mom had left the kid in the hot tub in a little ring that it was like a, a kid ring so it was like a floaty or like a um a lilo type thing but like a blow-up one a, a blow-up floaty like a like a little blow-up ring but it had yeah, like yeah. like a toddler seat in the thing okay so, so that he couldn't fall through mm-hmm. the parent walked away and the kid you just see the video of the kid like the, he's like floating around he or she i don't know if it was boy or girl and then it just flips over and, oh. and the, for, I think it was 74 seconds and I'm watching it and I'm just like, and you can see people on the other side of the glass, like chatting and talking and you just see the kid's legs like slowly stop going and kicking and it's just horrific. Finally, somebody sees and comes around the kids, thankfully, all right, but. Where did you watch this? It was like YouTube. No, it was, somebody put it on Facebook. Like That's so bad. Does, do you even know if the child was okay? Yeah, yeah. It said the child was fine, but it was, it was more of like a. The message with it was share, so like parents aren't stupid. That, that is weird. ridiculous. So stupid. Oh my god. Oh. Anyway, so I wouldn't get in a canoe either after that. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I think gay gladiators, they should do a revival and bring it back, but only lesbians to be <laughs> <laughs> the gladiators. Yeah. Oh, that would be funny. I think, I think it would be brutal, honestly. Absolutely <laughs> brutal. Oh my God, so I couldn't even, yeah. No. <laughs> we should work as TV producers. I think so. I think someone's going to pick it up. So we have to, I don't know if you can... Um, Trademark it? Yeah, now, because... It's I'm, right on, be a thing. I'm right on that. <laughs> so... What did you want to talk about this week? Well, 
mine's is a bit different this week. Mine's is a bit more probably not as fun because <laughs> that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not I was, fun whatsoever. Obviously, we talked last week about Pride Month, right? And it always comes with the old: if there's a gay pride, why can't there be a straight pride? Mm-hmm. So you might not have heard of this, but Happy Spam. That's I've never heard of that. No, oh my goodness, it's Spam Month. Please mm. tell me you know what Spam Month is. Don't be ridiculous. Now, you take the piss out of me over the past couple of months to say, please, they, they know this. <laughs> no one knows this, okay? I'm, this, I'm not being... No. no, nobody knows this, but Spam is Straight Pride American Month. Spam. Straight Pride? Oh. Yeah. So this was the concoction of a elected official in California who went on a little bit of a bitch fit when his local college decided to use, and he calls out, this is, this is basically his first thing he says where he came up with spam. He said, the Solano Country College operating with taxpayers' money has passed a resolution proclaiming June as LGB, LGBTQ Pride Month. Um, and there's all these like really hateful memes that he's posted with it. And then he said, to offset this, I am proclaiming July as not LGBTQ hyphen WTF, aka Straight Pride Month. You know, I hereby resolve that I proclaim the month of July to be celebrated as, and I am proud to be a heterosexual, monogamous, married to the opposite sex, straight individual that knows what goes where and why. But but I'm not going to try and shove this down your throat, so to speak. You can be one or not, that's your choice. And to be fair, once again, I'll admit I do have lesbian tendencies, so there. So this is like a creepy old man, like handlebar moustache, Married of kids, but he's obviously, you know, at some point tried it and got it painfully and lublessly wrong. And now he just hates the gays for it. Where is this? This is in California, just outside San Francisco. So a pretty, pretty liberal state. But this little guy up in his, well, um, he's in, what town is he in? He's in a place called Dixie, which is, I think, not far from Sacramento or San Francisco. Okay. So again, like pretty close to some massively gay-friendly areas. But he basically went on to put, publish another thing a couple of days ago where he just reminded his readership of probably 20 people. Um, don't forget July the 1st, 2018, starts SPAM, Straight Pride American Month. Last Sunday ended LGBTQ WTF month, then in brackets, don't get me wrong, I support the First Amendment as much as the next person and support the rights of grown men to wear skin-tight short shorts and go-go boots, and don Tinkerbell wings with wands and prance down the streets of San Francisco, with tens of thousands of folks dancing and prancing all over America, celebrating the fact that they are different than the rest of us, and showing their pride in being so. Now, before anyone gets their pantyhose in a knot, this is not really legally anti-anything. Instead, it's pro-family, and proud to be a straight American, and me expressing a private opinion. So there. If you remember last week, I proclaimed the month of July as spam, straight Pride American month. As vice mayor, I don't know if I can do it, but what the heck. Now hundreds of millions of the rest of us can celebrate our month, peaking on July 4th as healthy, heterosexual, fairly monogamous, keep our kinky stuff to ourselves, Americans. We do it with our parades in every state and every county in this country with families celebrating together. We honour our country and our veterans who have made it all possible, including for the Tinkerbells, 
and we can do it with actual real pride not some put on show just to help our inferior complex show that we are different we are all caps we are different from them we work we have families and babies we make enjoy the love and company and marriage of the opposite sex and don't flaunt our differences dressed up like fairies and prancing by the thousands in a parade in nearby san francisco to be televised all over the world and yes before it becomes an issue i do believe in fairies I've seen them in San Francisco for myself. Let's see if I can remember the Peter Pan story about believing in fairies. Oh yeah. And according to Wikipedia, fairies are powered by pyroelectric crystals, which can be energized by sound waves made by clapping. So right now, if we don't want any fairy to expire, you can clap your hands. See, I do have a heart. I just can't type and clap at the same time. So I had to make a hard choice, didn't I? So basically what he's saying there in the end is rather than clap to see the fairies, he's going to type, which, you know, it's a really shit day. But so What's this person's name, sorry? This is Ted, Hick- Ted Hickman, sorry, Ted Hickman. Ted Hickman. Yeah, you can read this jargon. Oh, pardon me, go on. So you can read this on his website, which is tedhickman.com. But this also, he prints this in his own newspaper, which he then ships off to the people in his postcode. And he's still in, in politics. He is. He is in politics. Now, there's been a bit of a backlash on this, which is great. Um, and there's a Facebook group set up called Recall Ted Hickman, Vice Mayor of Dixon. And they're all about shutting this bitch down. So they are growing in popularity. I think when I, I was on there today and I liked it. And um, it was on about a thousand people and it was set up a few days ago. So it's growing fast. I do encourage everyone to who's listening far and wide to go on and support the cause. Because I think like, I think Pink News actually posted about this today and they shared it on the website. Um, they're going to share our podcast. I was chatting to them today. They're going to share our podcast with their, their followers as well. So oh, yeah, everybody, if you're listening, go on and support the cause. I think it matters a lot to them that people far and wide are listening to the story. And plus it's never nice when you have politicians like this in empowered because i just think it's the wrong sort of message i'm not saying people can't have their opinions but when you're when you work and you rep- represent the community that you're supposed to be in governing you're supposed to represent everyone um and not be prejudiced absolutely and the question comes up quite often i think the question may come up and not just um you know heterosexual people heard straight people say i just don't believe that pride needs to be a thing anymore and I don't, I, I don't really agree with that. I understand it in principle because the idea is that we are all inclusive and we're going to be in a world now where differences won't matter in that respect. But then this, that would be the exact reason as to why Pride would needs to be a thing, in my opinion. And if people continue to, because all the words that he's saying, you know, you can be smart about it and be, uh, you know, don't actually say like, I'm against homosexuality or any other, or anything else. But he's like, I'm in a healthy relationship with the person of the same sex. It's just being really, really passive aggressive and condescending, I think, in some ways. And I think that is the exact reason as to why we still need to have uh, things like pride. Yeah, well, he talks about stuff like um, we work and we have families. And it's like, yeah, but despite the best efforts of people like this, the LGBT people do work and we do have families. And these are the type of people who want it to be legal to fire somebody on based on their sexual orientation and they want people to not be able to adopt or have surrogate mm-hmm. families. It's, it's these type of people who, first of all, use this as a way of beating us down, then at the same time, don't help us get to where we want to be. 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's disgusting. I think what's really scary is that there are people out there, and especially in Pride Month, which is, I know it's over in America, but it's still Pride's happening over the country. People seem to forget that this is the reason that we go out onto the streets. Like we don't go out to celebrate Pride as a celebration of being gay, but it's more of a, a right to exist without hate and abuse thrown at us. So instead of straight people wondering why there isn't a straight Pride, they should just be really thankful that they don't need one. Absolutely. They don't need one. And I think that's really important. Whereas like, um, it is important, I think, for people on the fringes of society or, you know, uh, minorities and segregated people have some sort of voice and platform. Yeah. But saying that, honestly, and I mean this seriously, and I don't know if it was going to come up when you're speaking about it, but, and I think that is the purpose of things of having these pride events and parades. But part of me thinks nowadays it's just a reason just to get drunk. So, you know, we'll go there on a Saturday, next week, Saturday, and maybe or maybe not watch the parade and basically just get hammered. Yeah, which is, which is fine. And I think there's reasons why people can be prone against that. In my opinion, who, who doesn't like a party? And I think any pride I've been to has been very family friendly. Um, oh, 100%. I have, I have my issues with some of the things that go on at pride, but that's just maybe because I'm a prude. Like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of when the fetish wear comes out. I don't think that's right for pride. Um, but that's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, there's, there's kids in the street. Everybody's having fun. It's a celebration. And like, who doesn't like a celebration? I think the question is, it's not about the politics anymore. It's like, well, yeah, okay, it's less about the politics than when it used to be, like years ago. But we've we've gone on so much, and media has gone so much, go on so gone on so much that politics has changed. And the way to make an impression now isn't about parading the streets. It's about you know people being role models and people being on the TV who are you know gay gladiators. We need the gay gladiators out there to go on TV and push our message other ways, like. I, don't, I think if people have a problem like saying pride isn't political anymore, what the hell are you doing that is political that makes up for the fact that pride isn't like you and I, we, we're on a, we're on a podcast, which is great. We're making our difference this way. What the hell are these people who are complaining that pride isn't political enough? What are they doing? Mm, that's fair. I think that makes they're, sense. They're bitching behind social media saying, I don't want to go to pride because it's not political enough. Fuck off. Like, does my head in. Not you, Matt. I wasn't telling you to fuck off. I was telling the anti-pride. I'm, I'm for pride. I love it. I love what it celebrates. I love everything about it. I just think even though it's a good night out or a good street party, mm-hmm. it's brilliant just for that. Absolutely. And I think that, I do think that there are many people, I think maybe my own experiences of it is because, you know, I've been, I feel like I've been to so many and then they follow the same routine. But if it's your first time there or, you know, you're coming from a different part of the country and coming to see um, the Pride, I think it's amazing. And that family aspect, I think is unbelievable. The amount of children and families that you see, you know, children in prams and mums and dads with their children there, I think it's beautiful. Honestly, I really do. I think, I just think thank you very much for raising your child in a very open environment and saying that this is okay. And, you know, I just, it just, it makes my heart melt. It really does. Oh, it does. I, I, one of my favorite moments of pride, which was 2016. We were all, were you at pride 2016? I'm pretty certain I was crying in his shoulder. I don't remember. I have, no idea. I have no idea. It just always ends up that way. One of my favorite memories was there was a little kid, and we were, it was when we were in that moment before the parade kicks off. Mm-hmm. And there was a little kid, and I think, there were, I can't remember the name of the charity that was behind us or before us, but it was basically a family that support, like it was a family charity that was all about pro LGBT families. Mm. And there was this little toddler. There's a picture of me on Instagram with him, 
Um, and he's, I'm teaching him how to play rugby. I mean, he doesn't have a clue because it's me teaching him. <laughs> like, he's not going to learn a lot, but he enjoyed just getting the ball and touching the ball down. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was a little beautiful moment. And it was things like that. It's like, it's so family friendly. And there's people out there like this fucking Hick, Ted Hickman, doing all he can to bring down the world. It's, it's like, why? Why waste your energy? Go take your rifle and go hunting because that's what you want to do. Why would you spend your time hating on other people? In California, I'm so shocked it's California. It's crazy. But I mean, I don't know much about American politics, I must admit. So I don't know that that is in fact outrageous, but it does shock me to think they'd be like quite close to San Francisco. Yeah. Um, because that's literally the gay capital of the world, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's shocking. Like to me, again, I'm not clued up in my ins and outs of gay politics or not gay po- American politics. But um, yeah, to me, California is a very liberal state. You've got Los Angeles, you've got San Francisco. And the fact that this is so close to San Francisco, it's just crazy, mm. in my opinion. I mean, I don't, again, I don't know. I'm sure there's Republican parts of the time. But there are people who have been making comments on this group to say that this person does not represent the rest of us. Um, and there's a big fight to get him taken off as vice mayor. Yeah, and they've got some things coming up, which... I said, I said to them I would shout out in case somebody does listen from the States. And I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to try and get McCabe to share this because he's based in San Francisco. <clears throat> if he shares it on his Facebook, there might be supporters. Because I think it's less than half an hour away from San Francisco. So they might go out and join in some of these um, events. So there's, on the 10th of July, there's a protest and it's the next council meeting. So they're going to protest outside the next council meeting, which you'll be at. Um, and then on the 28th of July, there's going to be like a pride event in Dixon. Um, That's crazy. But yeah, it's just like he should know better. He's old enough, grown through enough of the times, especially of what like he, he went through the worst of the worst for the gay community, especially being so close to San Francisco. He should he should know better as a politician. He should know better. I, you know, I don't like to talk about politics too much because I'm ill-informed. I don't know enough about it. But I think that I think. As, as once we all start losing respect for each other, then it becomes impossible to have a conversation. And in terms of politics and all these sorts of things and, you know, situations that happen in the world, because there's no respect within politicians and themselves and different parties, change can't necessarily come, or at least, you know, people can't listen to each other because no one respects each other. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think also we live in a time now, um, and we live in a time where, it's it's getting better to be part of the LGBT like family. Um, it's definitely not as hard for a lot of us as it was years ago. And mm-hmm. then there's other elements where we've still got a long way to go in other countries, which have got even even further to go than what we're used to. And I think it's important that, like, I want to highlight. Yes, this is a dick of a politician, um, and it's a very as somebody pointed out, like. Some, I think somebody made the comment, it's only a vice mayor. It's like, yeah, but the mayor is like one of the stepping stones to presidency. Like you're a mayor of a town, then you might go for governor, and then you might run, you know. So it's, it's like, it's not the point that he's, is, about how small his role is. It's the point that he's still able to voice his opinion without any reper- repercussions, especially when it, they're hateful. Like it's, it's, it's not fair. Um, it's not fair. They've got such a big platform. Yeah. Um, but then there's also, and I said it before, that, if you're if you're not at the table, you're probably on the menu. And I think it's really, really important that anybody who's listening to this shares the message that we we as the LGBT um, need to 
be at the table. We can't just be on the menu for the rest of our lives. And it takes like people out there who are like Adam Rippon, these sports stars are coming out. Or mm-hmm. there's the other politician, which I know you know, um, Brian Sims. He's out there and he's, he's a gay politician and he's spreading a really good message. He was in the news a little while ago where he, I think his, I think, what do you call the vice president? Pence. Um, Pence was visiting his hometown or his home state and Brian Sims went officially in, gave him the finger and said, this is my welcome for you. And it caused absolute backlash with the Republicans. They were like, this is so disrespectful. The guy's got so much hate thrown at him on social media. And like it pointed out that he just finds it weird that the people who are finding him giving the finger as the worst thing to ever do to the vice president are the same ones that are supporting the presidents and the, they're separating families at borders. You know, the, all the stuff that they are pro hate, they're just, they don't find that offensive. They don't find guns shooting people offensive, but it's some gay politician giving the finger to Mike Pence who actively hates gay people. It's like, I do. I, I must admit, I do struggle with the idea that if you put your finger up to someone to get a reaction, what reaction do you expect though? Because if you're fighting for people's rights and you want someone to potentially change their opinion or their minds about a certain thing, do you really believe that like something like that would, would do that? Like, is it about, I'd like to know what the end game is in these certain situations. And that's the, that's where I think a level, and not to say, and it's not to say that there shouldn't be a symbol or something that says, I don't agree with you, but I just, mm-hmm. I'd like to know what is the aim of it? Like what, because if it's to get someone to change their minds, well, you know, if you attack someone, I think it'd be very difficult not to be defensive. Uh, and I think that would be an attack, putting your fin- middle finger up to someone. I think that's a bit out of line. I do. I do believe that. Um, what is the outcome? If it's remove that person from the situation, if you think by doing that, that person will be completely removed, then maybe that will work. I don't know. But I just... I think, like... That is crossing a line. I, I don't think it is. I think it's no more crossing the line than when Adam Rippon refused to see Pence in Russia. You don't think it's any more? I don't I think it's the exact same message. It's like, I, I don't respect our vice, our vice president, so I'm not going to show him any respect. And unless he does something that earns my respect, he's going to be met with hostility. And I think, I don't think it's a, I don't think, I mean, I, I think we're not in American politics where we are a bit removed, but I think people in America are at the point where they, they know they can't negotiate with these people. This like Mike Pence is the worst of the worst. Like, mm. He is, in, in my opinion, I'm sure there's people out there who are pro Mike Pence, but it, as a, as a gay man, he's the worst of the worst. He has, over his two decades in politics, fought against every single pro-LGBT movement. We're talking don't ask, don't, don't, ask, don't tell, uh, abortion, marriage, everything that's been pro-LGBT. He's been like, nope, 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 nope. And after mm-hmm. tw- and 20 years in politics, and if that was hitting me, like it does hit, it, it hits me here. Like Arlene Foster, who's a similar, Arlene Foster is exactly the same here. If you're every day met with this hate, like it's hard to show that person respect. And I don't think, like, unless they're willing to meet you halfway, I don't think they deserve anything but a middle finger and the disdain of, yeah, even though I might win in this country medals in the Olympics, I'm not giving you the time of day because you pretty much want me dead. But do you not think it mimics the behavior of those that you're fighting against? 
Um, do you not think to me it's a carbon copy of the behaviors of the people that you're saying shouldn't do it so the ones that are backlashing at say um that sexy man brian um (laughs) oh my god unbelievable by the way well done to his parents and himself um (laughs) i can't deal but um i just think it's i think uh, to me it's the same it's the same thing you're fighting fire with fire it's an eye for an eye type of thing and if you think that they're not going to change their opinion, why would you do the same thing that they're doing and expect a different result? If they show you no respect by showing them no respect, you're now doing the same thing. Well, I think not meeting someone is a bit different to going out of your way to like, you know, not just that. I don't know on that. I don't mean to say that because like about just that particular act. I, I think in general, in life, you know, the fact that there's a lack of respect and if you fight fire with fire, I think it's very difficult to then necessarily make change. And it might depend on the personnel or something like that. But that, that kind of act, it, to me, is just copying the same behavior that you're witnessing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I couldn't possibly see any change in that. I don't see how that changes, unless you are bigger and stronger. Because that's literally going to a point where you need to have more will, more strength to fight back with the exact same way to then win. It's the first two ever backs down. Well, I think if you're past the point of, like expecting the other person to give you anything because history says they won't then i don't see why he should act on fake pretense of trying to be nice to a politician that doesn't have his back and i'm not saying be nice i'm not necessarily saying that i'm just saying if you copy the exact same behaviors the ones the same things that you're saying are wrong that for me can be seen as hypocritical. Um, I don't know. There's a, to me, there's a difference because to me, this guy saying, I don't really like you and I don't want you in my state. The other guy saying, I don't like you because the way you were born disgusts me. And I think you shouldn't have basic rights. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think there is a difference there. And I think if you're growing up in a country and one of the leaders of that country now is pro you getting conversion therapy because he doesn't agree with your lifestyle. Um, I wouldn't be, I, I would probably show him the exact same disdain. I wouldn't be able to just be the bigger man, I guess, and walk away. I'd be like, mate, I think you're scum and I'll prove it by doing this. That makes sense. I understand that. And, and I, I think it's those sort of statements that is what politics is. It's, it's today's equivalent of gay pride. You know, you, the same argument could have been said 20, 30 years ago, whenever the first gay pride event happened, where it was like, well, if you want these people to, you know, respect you and give you the time of day, maybe you shouldn't rub it in their faces. It's like, well, no, it's now the time to stand up and show that we're not going to take the shit anymore, that we have voices and that we matter. And I don't think us doing things like not parading and not letting our opinions of politicians be known, it's, Mm. it's the same sort of thing. It's like, no, this this is this is this is the life today that we live in. Anyway, and I guess it's about like the not just because it's not even if it's about Mike Pence or something like that. That's an extreme, and also such a large and public figure. But also now with social media and stuff, um, there's plenty of other people that then have like backlash towards it or whatever. And I think maybe they're the people that kind of needs to be focused on. But the same way that pride, because the when you say about pride and saying, well, we need to, do, you know, it's important that we stand there and be noticed. It's about the, it's the individuals, about the public staying there, I think, as opposed to just the individual. 
because pride is an attack is you know may not be an attack on an individual whereas you know putting your middle finger up can be seen as an attack on the individual but essentially i guess maybe if you think about it in the grander scheme it's not it's although it is to an individual it's actually about those that follow um and watch and listen and maybe see actually there's a reason why someone is doing this you know mm. there's a reason why there is a pride that there is a reason why he's doing this it's not about it's not necessarily, although it's directed at the individual, it's more about those that support him and also those that <clears throat> may not be informed about Mike Pence, you know, because I might not be someone who knows about American politics, but I might follow Brian Sims and then you'll find out a bit more about what he supports and how he feels because he's put the vice president in a light to those that may not understand completely and then they'll be able to spread that message as well. Yeah, I mean... It could help. It could help. It's not just about the actual singular act itself because then it's thinking about it in you know, in a smaller context than what it is, really. Yeah. Well, if Brian listens to this, maybe he can let us know um, if he manages, <laughs> <I imagine>. to, get, <laughs> if he manages <laughs> to get past the one-hour mark. Um, he might oh, be able to let us know. God, I would literally die. Uh, yeah. I would say he's like top four hottest man I've ever seen. Really? Who's top three? Okay, who's top two? Because I'm number one, right? You're number one? Yeah. You were, you're not now. Oh my God, that sweat is crazy. Yeah. Um, it changes, the problem is it changes quite often. But at the moment, it's, uh, there's Jack from Love Island. And then Brian. And then, no, because then there's someone else on Love Island called Alex who's just come in. He's actually likes that bitch, Megan. <sighs> oh and <my> yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't write that. I, I don't keep a list, like an actual list. I just know that at the moment, they're the ones that I just think, just something else, yeah. Really good, but Brian's up there for sure. Well, I'm sure Brian will be thrilled that you think he's like top five at least. I'm sure he will be. He should be, you know, because that list is quite clearly hard to really get fickle, on. Really fickle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, you've been on TV once or on my list. <laughs> and changes every minute. I know two of them are from Love Island, so it's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, there we go. That's another episode wrapped up. Oh my god, these do get quite deep, don't they? They do, and do, you know what? I don't like listening to this. Like off the top of my head, I don't think there's much we can edit out. So it's going to be a long one, guys. So if you made it this far, woohoo! If you if you've made it this far, what I want you to do is go on and leave a review on Apple Apple iTunes, and then we will do you the favor of calling out your name on the show because that's what we're going to do for the amazing people who left some really positive feedback over the last week based on the second episode. So really good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So much good feedback on it from everyone. It really is great. I know there's still teething issues and I know in this episode as well, there's going to be some sound issues, but the support we've had has been amazing. We've had some really great milestones. We're really, really proud. Um, And we can't do it without you guys listening. So thank you very much. Make sure you're subscribing because they're the sort of stats that Apple used to boost our feed. Um, and the reason I say Apple a lot is because a lot of the other podcasts take their feed from Apple and it's the same sort of algorithms that are used just whether it be on Android or Apple devices or apps, whatever else you're using, it's the same sort of thing. So, so we had a really nice comment from Kevin John K who gave us five stars and said he was looking forward to this one after the first one, definitely worth checking out. So thank you very much, Kevin John K. We had another five stars from Elaine, 2018. Awesome podcast. Can't wait to see what else you have to come. Well, just you watch the space, Elaine. Um, we had five stars again from, I'm going to say 
DASX2000. They said, a light-hearted look at issues of the day with an LGBT plus angle, worth a listen. We had Brooks91 say, love the presenters and really enjoying the topics covered. Look forward to more. Mm. And then, I'd love to know who these people are because um, I feel like there must be some people that we know. Um, well, there, I mean, there has to be. I mean, the, the names are... I mean, Nula also left a comment, Nuala. Oh, she added me on Instagram. Hey, wow. Nila. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have we, to give a shout out. each other now. I have to give a shout out to my friend Naomi because Naomi was, whenever I was talking about, I think I've talked about Nula in episode one, and Naomi thought it was her up until a certain point, and then she got really angry just because she, <laughs> she didn't think I thought she was her friend. I'm like, Naomi, you are my friend. Um, but Nila's no- better. Nila, you're better, <laughs> by the way. Just so you're clear. Only because oh. your name is like a lioness. <laughs> she is like a little lioness as well. She's so vicious. Um, oh my god, is she a lesbian? No, she's no, not. A, no, 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 she's not. We got Instagram, but she's not. Yeah, you know, she shimmies her boyfriend or fiance. They're basically BFFs now, anyway. Oh, okay, okay. Well, fair enough. <laughs> um, so Nula left the comment. Love, love, love. Such an easy and enjoyable listen. The topics so far have been great, and something a lot of people can relate to. I find myself literally not in agreement to some of the great points on your subjects. Can't wait for episode three. Ashley's the best host. Matt can go and do one. Oh, thanks, Nola. Uh, as if, <laughs> as if. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> yes, it does. So I'm um, gonna start doing a hashtag where it'd be like hashtag Team Matt and hashtag Team Ashley, oh. and then we'll see who people like. Okay. Oh dear. Let's not do it's that. Start Don't start playing these games because I don't want to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lose. No, no, you won't lose. I'd vote for you, Matt. I would not vote for you. Oh, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so thank you very much to people who left some really positive reviews. Thank you very much to people who subscribed. Please share. Tell your friends about the lolly lols that is Honest Pod. And um, yeah, we look forward to checking you out next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.